to the latest episode of the Old Man Ultras. And uh, we're still an exceptionally unofficial podcast, and we are still, I think, still unofficially an FC Cincinnati podcast. I, so. I don't think we're going to talk too much about that tonight because there ain't much to talk about there. But uh, <laughs> I, I, we once again are not all in the uh, in the secure, uh, undisclosed bubbles location. However, uh, this is Schindler, by the way. I will say that I did make a, st- a drive-by, a socially distant, safe drive-by at the Bubbles family compound today uh, because I needed to vacuum seal three and a half pounds of meat. So, uh, and I, I, I usually have a vacuum sealer, but I, in this case, I loaned it to my brother pre-pandemic and didn't have one or that Bubbles had one. So he was kind enough to set his vacuum sealer up on his porch. I came and sealed my brisket and, uh, and made my merry way. But I also knew that he would be very happy if I asked him if I could bring some, a large amount of meat up to his house and seal it. At any rate, um, next to me, but not on, well, yeah, I, in a different spot on the Zoom than he is in real life is my good friend Bubbles. Bubbles, what's going on? Not much. I was, uh, you know, I did laugh out loud when you asked to seal your meat on my porch. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it made me <laughs> it made me smile inside with joy. Um, um, big baller just got that and it's <laughs> rolling on the floor across the way laughing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, uh, Sparkle said, you know, the, the area that was where the vacuum sealer was, was dirty. And I said, I don't think Jason or who's Jason Schindler. I don't think Jason, God damn it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I started drinking Rossville union master craft straight rye whiskey. Ooh. I got this in a, I got this in a, just a, like a very easy trade that I did. I traded someone whiskey for whiskey. You and stack triplets, but now you have twins. <laughs> uh, I'm maybe seeing double. I can't talk straight. Yeah. <laughs> he was, you know, uh, Sparkles was worried about how dirty it was, but I'm like, ah, you know, you know, we, I think he'll be fine with sealing his meat on a dirty surface. Um, <laughs> anyway. We have no soccer to talk about, like literally nothing, except for a couple like random news and stuff like that. But it's good to talk, be here in my basement on my oldest daughter's Bluetooth headphones that are noise canceling. And uh, um, (laughs) did you guys hear that? There's a twin on the pitch. (laughs) Twin on the pitch. Get out of here. Go. You know, they turned 12 yesterday, so they're all, you know, halfway to adulthood or something like that. But sitting not next to me, but on my screen, all the way at the other end of the table, is Macca. Hey, hey. How you doing, Macca? I'm doing very well, all things considered. How are you? I'm doing fine. So you just told us. Um, also, I'm just... I, thought you, I thought you froze. And like, I think this is it. I, I think you, you see, I thought you three all froze at the same time, but it was obvious that I was the one freezing. <laughs> so I'm going to be. No, it was actually, we planned that. We all. Oh, okay. You all suddenly stopped at the same time. Yeah, I think I'm going to be the one who's got issues because I keep on getting unstable warnings, but maybe this computer knows me too well. But yeah, all things, all things considered, okay. Um, 
I'm really getting to know my backyard. Oh, everyone think just froze. Uh, I froze. Um, yeah, I've been really getting to know my backyard and um, lots of television, lots of good stuff to tell you about. Yeah. <laughs> probably bad television to tell you about <laughs> is probably more likely. But um, uh, yeah, this good television is, is good. Bad TV is, is what we need. And uh, no one will call this guy a bad TV. Uh, they better not. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you really better not because that's not very nice at all. Um, he's, he's a good lad. And uh, he's that kind of down on the angle from me, and it's uh, it's me on made stone delicious with a rather fetching hat on. Ah, well, I'll give you three guesses what the uh, what the hat is uh, for. So that my so listener, I have a hat with a large, uh, almost calligraphy H on it. So I'll, I'll give you uh, three guesses. Um, guess A, it stands for Hawaii. Um, let's we'll say guess B, it is Hogshead Brewery. Mm-hmm. Or guess C, it is heroin. Well, I was a, say, B, or C. Which I one? thought you were going to say hat. Oh, heroin. <laughs> <shit. laughs> D, hat. <laughs> well, hat's my guess. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> what was what you got? Hat. Think, what do you think? Hawaii, hogshead, or heroin? I mean, I, I feel like it's got to be heroin, right? <laughs> Part of me wants to go heroin too, but I'm thinking it's going to be hogshead. Bubbles has got it. Hogshead Brewery at uh, Denver, Colorado, huh. which is uh, literally like I always love telling a story, but I shit you not, it is like 15 paces away from my in-laws house in Denver. That's awesome. So whenever we visit them, yeah, I spend a lot of time at Hogshead. It's a great brewery. Isn't it they like do ink- ales and stuff? Like English? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do yeah. Ink- English cask ales. Oh. So uh, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. That's a. I won't be making my annual trip to Colorado this year so that yeah, makes me sad uh, but that's good to know that if I if I ever go yeah. there I can knock on the door so when we go to Colorado we'll yeah. all, uh, we'll all say, when where's it at in Colorado it's in, yeah downtown like uh real close to downtown Denver so it's uh my in-laws live like right in the outskirts of like kind of a, a newer area in Denver older newer area I should say but uh yeah 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 that's uh, so I know Colorado. Colorado. What are they called? Rapids. Uh, Rapids. Yeah. Rapids. Rapids. Yeah. Yep. Team. I think they play outside of Denver, but they yep. do, right? Yeah, I think you're right. But, uh, so I think that's a road trip. Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah, it is. Somewhere to stay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I will say one thing. I will say about soccer that this whole pandemic thing. If you're looking for a bright side, I guess. Like, I, I, I synced up my calendar with the FC Cincinnati um, schedule, which you guys may have too. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that almost every one of our home games would have been on a day where the weather just sucked? Oh. Like, yes. Literally, there's been oh, one nice day yeah. of all the home games that we should have had where it was nice out. Every other day, it's been cold and rainy. So, if there's any silver lining in this, you know, we'll play those games when it's nicer. <laughs> Yeah, I, did look, I did look out my window. Every time those things pop up that I haven't even paid attention to that part. Because I'm always like, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I know. It's so depressing. But then I look outside, I'm like, well, you know, I wouldn't really want to go anyway. So There's been one game that that's happened where I've, I've, I've looked and thought, oh, we should have been at home today. Yeah. yeah. And then I've looked out my window and gone, I'm so glad we're not. 
<laughs> Sorry, guys, I keep breaking up, I'm sure. Sorry. <laughs> you know, the best part, though, is you talk really fast when you come back, so I love it. <laughs> the thing is, I'll probably take the pauses out and the edit, and then it'll just sound like you're just talking really fast every once in a while. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> is it doing that oh, thing man. with my voice at the end as well, where it goes, <laughs> Unfortunately not, mate. You can always add those in. That sounds pretty You can add those in, right? Oh, here he comes. He's going to come back and talk fast. And then goes, I think, Yeah, there you go. Like Max Headroom, if the kids can remember that one. Oh, that's that's bringing it back. That is. That's like Max Headroom in the new Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've said Max Hedrum once on a Zoom call with all the kids that I work with, and everybody was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Is that like some video game, or what is it? Uh, well, we did make a list of a very short list of football-related things to talk about, so we'll, we can knock through them. The only one I'm really excited to talk about is uh, Alan Pardew, uh, <laughs> former Crystal, Crystal Palace manager, among others, including Newcastle, uh, but uh, most recently in England at Crystal Palace, um, was coaching in Holland, uh, and recently in the last few days left by mutual consent, which who knows what that means. Um, And it sometimes means that he got another offer to be a manager somewhere else. So I think it's true. Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah! (laughs) Uh, Which I I definitely think. Although he is still technically. Oh, sorry. Go on. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I, I do recall, uh, I don't know if I said this on a previous podcast, but I talked to a couple of people that were at like, you know, social stuff put on by the club when Crystal Palace came for that friendly. And they yeah. all they talked about how absolutely shit-faced party was. Oh, really? <laughs> and he's got, I mean, I think I think I did talk about because I think Maka talked about a story of uh, party, like, you know, yeah, and he likes his drink. And he's, uh, he's, he also has a very high opinion of himself. And that, that's a great combo as far as I'm concerned. That is a great combo. Yeah, he should, yeah, he should feel well. He'd be hilarious. I well, I remember that, what? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Michael. Here he comes. He's going to talk fast. I, I didn't say a word during that. Oh. I could see that you just about to stop. Oh. <laughs> what about, I, I do remember someone telling me that when he came to Cincinnati with, with Palace, he talked about the reception they got in Philadelphia and he kind of shit all over them. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, that was pathetic. <laughs> this yeah. is so much better. Like, yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. I remember oh, sorry, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the same thing. I totally remember the same thing. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, but he um, he's yeah, he's well known uh, for like when he's the when he's the guy in charge, he definitely thinks he's the king. Yeah, <laughs> it's just falls a gal for fuck's sake. It's gonna be terrible, isn't it? <laughs> no, it sounds. But he great. is um, he is still under contract at Newcastle United because he was given that eight-year contract. Uh, I didn't know that, that. I think it's about to expire now. <laughs> So maybe he might be going back to uh, to Newcastle. God, yeah. God help them. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I, w- I would I would actually love it if he came towards. That'd be hilarious. Would be hilarious. Oh my God. Was, I mean, they did sound like a couple of weeks ago that they were down to two candidates. It was uh, Yapstam, who seems like is that name's been around the whole time. Yeah, yep. and, and he worked with Gerard before, so that's that one's uh, pretty got pretty likely. And then, uh, crap, what's the other guy? He's the assistant manager at um, uh, LA Galaxy, and he was with Houston Dynamo before. And I should have written his name down, but at any rate, everyone was uh, uh, 
This is great. The other guy you're talking about, I can picture him now. <laughs> the other guy you're talking about. Don um, Torrance, right? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So at any rate, like MLS people seem to think like that'd be a good choice. It wouldn't be a bad idea to have someone that knows the league. Uh, yeah. By the time we play again, it may not matter because the mid-league will be completely different. So. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. I think true. so. And don't you guys think like with the French league saying they're not playing anymore that I guess like – I guess there's always a hope that we can play sometime this year, but I I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know either. I I I think it's tricky for I mean, so like the Bundesliga is going to start. They say they're going to start playing in a couple of weeks, and like the Bundesliga and the Premier League make so much money off of TV that I think it's worth their while to play, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even if they can't have. Oh, fans. that's true. Um, but MLS, like the TV contracts are so small that. Yeah. I mean, they make all their money at the gate. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, at least well, a big percentage of it. So if you can't have any gate, I just don't know if they can make it work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They need oh, bums yeah. on seats, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Bums on seats. <laughs> and it's, I don't know. It's hard to figure out when that's going to happen. I, I mean, I think uh, it was funny. Little Schindler's, when I told him we were in a podcast, I'm like, what the hell are you guys going to talk about? And I was like, oh, no, we don't have to talk about What do we usually talk about? Right. And they're like, right. don't talk about coronavirus because every time we hit, like, one of them was like, Every time I listen to one of my podcasts and they start talking about coronavirus, I just get bummed to turn it off. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm, so I don't know. I mean, like, I, the, it does, it made me really sad though today. And this is, I'm now doing exactly that thing, but thinking about, um, we might have played our last game at Nippert. I yeah. thought that, yeah. I know, I just, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. that too. Yeah. I honestly, I don't see a way that we're going to be back at Nippert, to be honest. But you never you know. know. I did get you all know. excited today because there was an article. <laughs> that uh, was posted from JAMA, I think. That I, Again, I don't really know this stuff that well, but it came up on my Twitter feed, right? So now I'm an expert. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it was talking about how, uh, like, clear face shields, like, are, are, are shown to be pretty good at actually preventing you from getting, like, influenza. Um, and so there's reason to believe they would be effective in preventing the transmission of coronavirus, which... I actually think there's a couple of big advantages of that compared to like masks. One is the cloth masks really only help you from spreading it to someone else. If everybody wears them, they're great. But if, yep. if certain people that think this is all a hoax or like think that, it, you know, it's a plot to do whatever, like are not going to wear them, then it hurts all of us. Right. Whereas mm-hmm. the facial yep. is the wearer. So then it's like, okay, well then it makes it feel like being out in, civil society could happen more. I don't know. That, I, I still think it makes it hard to like imagine going to Nippert Stadium with 20,000 people, right? But it does make me feel like, all right, well, maybe there's a path to having a real more normal yeah. life before there's a vaccine. So face shields are really cheap to make and everyone can make them. Like they're not like yep. masks or whatever. They require specialized equipment. So right. that, was, that was my little hopeful news today. Mm. Nice. Are these those were the, the, the plastic sheets that go around your head? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I saw that. I saw them a couple of weeks ago. It was like some kids in England who couldn't go to school, so they just they used the lab, the three of them, and one's printing out <laughs> the, the headbands on a three D printer. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, so the yeah, guy yeah. is punching yeah. holes in them, and between the three of them, they knocked out about like you know a couple of thousand a day, just the three of them. I was shopping for three D printers last weekend, and I might get like not a good one. But I might get like a decent one, like decent enough to make like face shields and stuff like that, but. There's been like a lot of things that I like recently that I wish I had a freaking 3D printer for. Nice. Like not to take us too off topic, but like uh like so my, yeah, why not? What's, yeah, what, what is off topic? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, my so my wife um, for the all right. So she's got a Honda Pilot and the uh, nozzles that shoot out the uh, windshield wiper fluid or whatever. The second one broke, and it's like a twenty five dollar part. And not only, I mean, whatever, but it's a pain in the ass to get. I don't know what it is, but every time I've ever tried to like order that and have it like sent to a Honda dealership to pick up outside of the pandemic, even it's a fucking pain in the ass. So I was like, you know what? I'll bet you I can find plans and print that thing. And sure enough, somebody Uh, has plans for it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, fuck, that's like the perfect thing for a 3D printer. It's made out of plastic already. It's a small piece. It's, it'd be easy to print. So like, you know what? I just might get one of some bitches. <laughs> so I'll press all our face shields and whatever else you want. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. The thing about face shields is like, they could be somewhat of a fashion item because like you could, the bands, you could put logos and stuff on them. Like, oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. the, the other thing, like, it, it is true. Like, because you can see someone's whole face, like, mm-hmm. it's much better for communication too, right? Like, it's not true. the same as a mask. Oh, totally. I think, I just think Americans are selfish. And they're not going to mask up the way you need to, to really like get yeah. a lot of lockdown. And I just, but the face shield thing, I, that could actually happen. Like that, yeah. that means like if you're an idiot and you think this is a, is a hoax and you want to run around and like, you know, wear nothing because you are, you just, you know, whatever you think, then fine, go do it. Like you're not, you're, you're still posing a risk to people, but if everyone else is wearing a mask, you're not that much of a risk. So. Right. Right. Exactly. I've been there. I, I, the last times I've gone out, I've had this bandana that, that Mrs. Mack had got in Austin. And I didn't realize that I've been wearing it. And, you know, people are kind of like looking at it and nodding and stuff. And when I take it off, it's because at the very, at the bottom of it, it, it the way I folded it, it perfectly says Austin City Limits. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I've turned this thing into the, this. Every, I thought everyone was looking and going, hey, nice color. Uh, but I see nice. they're looking at me going, what a fucking. <laughs> so nobody's ever said that about you i can now turn it so it says um, if pbs kids is on the is in the other corner so i'm gonna i'm gonna alternate it but nice. um i suppose better i better wash it hadn't i yeah get these things and you wash them i had this uh from doing the the mold in in when we had a bit of a mold in uh on one of the windows i had one of, mm. i just happened to have one of those n95 masks but yeah. I believe that you you can only wear them a couple of times as well, can't you? I think. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Do you wear it for uh, like the like the mask either the hospital or something like that? Like uh, it's like the full on covers. It doesn't have a um, doesn't have the. You've seen the ones now that have the little button in them. Yeah. The little filters and things. They're all like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Get mask envy. You wear, you wear most masks that you buy. You can wear for at least a week. Oh really? Yeah. They're, I mean. As long as it doesn't get wet or soiled or mm-hmm. anything like that, you can wear them for at least a week. I had one in the car that I kept in for emergencies because I do, I do sometimes go out in the car, but I don't go anywhere. I don't know if that's irresponsible of me taking up the roads, but I sometimes go for a little drive. <laughs> and uh, I, I go yeah, for a drive. I bet you still Yeah, yeah <laughs> there's like nobody on the roads. So. It is nice. I think, I think we t- I texted you the other day and said, I'm actually driving the speed limit and nobody's... Yeah. Nobody's tailgating me because there's no yeah, one on the yeah, road. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> there's a, there's a meme going around that says, "All right, you fuckers, when when the when the uh, stay at home order is lifted, we've been we've been used to driving these roads. The average speed is 93, so keep up." <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm down with that meme. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I do. Um, I think is I've gone through all my um, I've gone through all my cupboards just before the, the the various things I got like way before this started. You know when I went out and bought some like beans and stuff in like early February, yeah. thinking oh it'd be nice to have some emergency cans of beans. They're still sitting there, so I've got to plan what to do with them. Yeah, I made a little test to myself to say you can't get anything else until you've made a meal with these particulars. Uh, like I've got black beans, but I don't want to know what to use them with. All the other beans are great because you can use them with other things. But uh, that is adorable watching Bubbles sneeze. What's Bubbles on, got going on up there? On unmute. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna sneeze. I couldn't tell if he was having a seizure or if he had like a, <laughs> yeah. a hair on his nose. <laughs> I'm, I'm muting, so I'm gonna sneeze. Yeah. He looked like the, you know when you sometimes see like a little puppy with a feather. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. <laughs> That's what it yeah. like. He actually looks like my, my dog has been having this thing where bumblebees fly by, and he, oh, yeah. like, gets, he gets a complete state about it. And that sort of yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, my dog does the same thing. You know, I've always got, like, a fucked up story. So I don't know. Did you, did you guys, did you ever hear my um, uh, yellow jacket story? No. You probably did. You didn't? Okay, no. so two... I'll make it too quick. I'll make this a quick one, right? So two summers ago, I started seeing like these fucking yellow jackets flung around inside the house. And like one or two, and it wasn't a big deal. So I was like, okay, you know, we, I just kill them and vacuum them up. That was kind of my thing. So then like, you know, as you know, the time went on, there'd be three and four in the house and then like 10 and then 20. And you're like, what the fuck? So I moved the shop back upstairs. They were always coming up into our bedroom, right? So, uh, yeah, so I brought the shop back in a room and I was literally like, I'd wake up in the morning and there'd be some yellow jackets flying around the top of our room and I'd suck them all up, hop in the shower, get out, suck some more up and then go to work. <laughs> so my dog started to get stung and I, I kind of missed a part. We started to think something was fucking weird because there was all these yellow jackets in the house, right? So I went out and I found that there was this, they were all coming in like underneath, like uh, where our uh, siding kind of separated from like where it started really. So we got a brick house and there's siding on the top. They found a way in and they had built a freaking like, you know, nest up in there, a hive or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. So we had a guy come out and he, he uses this dust. Like there's this like sprayer that has dust and that's a sprayer <laughs> that has dust that, you know, I can't remember what it was called. But it, it, it was effective, but it took a while to get the yellow jackets out. But my dog got stung like three or four times. Oh. So to this day, whenever she, like, she's already afraid of weird shit, right? But if she hears something buzz and fly by, she is peace out. She is gone. <laughs> and I don't blame her because they would, like, a yellow jacket would get in her hair and kind of get stuck and freak oh. out and sting her. So they just repeatedly <laughs> sting, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah man. So like, she. Oh yeah, I I felt so bad for her. She she sleeps like next to our bed, and she'd be sitting there, and all of a sudden I'd hear her, like get up and run out, and I'm like fucking hell, and I'd look down there'd be some yellow jacket spinning around because she stepped on it like on the ground, and I'd suck it up. But yeah, so yeah, we had uh, nasty yellow jackets that were all flying around the house for a good solid month. That was pretty great. Uh, things like that, they you do you do just notice one every now and again, and then suddenly it's like oh shit, that's, I should have done something about this. Oh yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> It, well, I, I was really slow on the uptake because it was like I'd saw two one day and then three the other day. And it wasn't until we saw like 10 at a time. Like, well, something's going on. 
this is fucking weird. There's a lot of yellow jackets in the house. <laughs> well, I'm trying not to freak out about the fact that I did see a yellow jacket in the basement a couple days oh, ago. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. But I'm just so walk, other things. I'm not I would do. walk around the periphery of your house and just see yeah. if you see them like on one spot. If you do, get rid of it quick yeah. because, yeah. I don't know, man. That was nasty. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Alan, so Alan pods you, yeah. <laughs> Well, I was going to transition from from Yellow Jackets to Schindler's Bees. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great transition. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have, that's the thing. I don't want to like spray for Yellow Jackets because I don't want to hurt my bees. Yes, I have two right. bees. I, they've been here for what, about 10 days now. And uh, that's pretty cool, actually. Like I, I was... I decided to do this. This was a pre-pandemic plan, but I have a friend who's got it, who started a uh, not-for-profit called the Queen City Pollinators Club, I believe. And it's basically, and fortunately for her, most of the companies that agreed to do this were restaurants. So that's not ideal mm. for uh, unpleasantness. But they um, basically the deal is like she'll, for you know a fairly small amount of money, like basically the, the company will buy hives of bees and put them on their roof in, in Cincinnati, like in the, in the city. And then um, she and a, one of her, a couple other people will come and like tend the hives all year. And then at the end of the summer, if there's honey, the business gets that. And uh, they also just get to, you know, it's a charitable thing and they get to help with keeping honeybees alive, which if you like to eat is actually a really good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they're responsible for about a third of the food that we eat. Um, so, uh, so anyway, like a, a few months ago at a dinner party, she mentioned that and I was like, ah, I, I'd like to try that. And, the producer kind of looked at me like, are, are you sure about that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, so anyway, uh, Maka was good enough to let me borrow his uh, beekeeping gear, which was really helpful. And uh, I came and delivered six pounds of bees, <laughs> including nice. queens. Have you been stung yet? No, I haven't been stung yet at, at all. Like I, um, it was funny because I, 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 on Monday, I actually – you know, open the hives up to check them and stuff. And it was pretty, I mean, it's really cool. They're so weird. I mean, they're so like, um, just really interesting and and all that stuff. So the one, the first time I opened, um, they, they're, I mean, they've, they're like, there's like eggs laid and lots of honeycomb and I saw the bean in there and that was pretty cool. Like that was, you know, so that was, uh, that was a good sign. And then the other hive was a little bit less busy and, um, Maybe not like I didn't see the queen there, but uh, still a lot of bees, and they're they're clearly they're still doing stuff. So that's mm-hmm. a good sign, I think. Uh, but yeah, it's cool. But when I did that, like they didn't bother me at all. I didn't. I wore gloves, but part of me made me think maybe I don't need to because yep. it didn't seem like they were interested in stinging me at all. You you cool. you'll lose them eventually. You'll you'll probably find yourself not wanting to have yeah. them on after a well, while. I was, I, I was, one point I was worried I was going to drop one of the frames. Yeah. Because the gloves are just kind of, I was like, eh, that would be bad. Smash a lot of these at once. So. Yeah, there's not much room when you pick up the frames, is there? And when yeah. you've got the extra sausagey fingers, it's yeah. like, ah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's funny how you, it, it's a great thing to have two next to each other so you can compare yeah. how they're doing. You know, it's amazing to see that like how when you've got two like that and they're right next to each other, how one can appear to be so different than the other. In yeah, terms it, is, of it is weird. Like production you know, personalities in a way, like it's been, which is kind of crazy to say that, but anyway, and the other thing is the producer pointed out, like it is awesome. Cause it gives us something else to talk about. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> <There you> <laughs> man. <laughs> I know. Which that is like such a short supply thing. So uh, yeah. that's been good. 
Well, that's good, man. Yeah. I'm totally jealous. I'm t- I-, I want her to do the same thing, but my girls yeah, are just completely freaked out about anything that flies. So yeah. I'm like, huh, I better not do it. I, yeah, I was going to do it, do it this time. I was going to do it this year, but some things happened at work where I really couldn't do it. But I am definitely on board next year to Sweet. do it. Yeah, no, I mean, it, the thing is, like, it's, it's funny because you don't – I mean, if you go right by the hives, there are bees flying around. Yeah. Other than that, like they're now they go they go up really high in the air when they take That's, off. Yeah, I, oh, really? I don't really see them in the yard much at all. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to work on that with my kids, like just say that you know, like over and over again. So maybe I'll get them. But yeah. I think I might I might have seen one of your honeybees at our house yesterday, actually, on our front porch. Because <laughs> I haven't seen like I, I have not seen one, and like honestly, and this is sad. Like in probably two years. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we were sitting on the front porch hanging out with my wife and I yesterday, and I saw one. Uh, buzzing around and i'm like oh, maybe that's one of uh schindler's bees be. like they they're yeah. like a couple miles away so that's possible right yeah mac didn't mac didn't you you your hive is over at uh like one of the it's not on your it's not on your property is it or did you did you no. have one on your property i did for a while it's it was it it just went a bit crazy though it was it was really humid around here mm. and oh okay. they, they they swarmed um i don't even think we were here when they swarmed and we had a look inside and it was literally like it was like there was like water all in the inside of it it was very humid and oh. kind of horrible in there so i don't think they they liked it but the one that we had was on uh it's just about a mile away from here where the uh, the the monastery is that has oh, the yeah. community garden Yep. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The equipment's still there, but as far as I know, it's there's that they're not in there. In fact, what I was only cool. saying the other day to to Mrs. Market that maybe I'll use my the supers as like um, put a bit of tarp down and fill them with soil <laughs> and have yeah. little gardens. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be using them this year, but we'll have to see. That's I don't a know, great I, I want, place for bees. Yeah, we got be kind of good. Uh, the the garden up at the um, at the monastery as well. It had three of us who were beekeepers there, and now when I go past, there's just my old equipment there. There's nothing mm. really happening there anymore. So I must speak to that bee guy. But he's uh, yeah, I, I kind of like I should have returned his calls like months and months ago, and I didn't. So now I'm dreading bumping into him in case he's like, "Oh, you're alive, are you?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. we'll have to see but no that's a great thing to do it's a, like you say it's um it's it's a good thing to 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 take up your time with as well and a, a nice uh, a nice little hobby you've got there as well and uh it, w- when does your um when does your your beekeeper mentor person come oh uh, she's not i mean she would come if i asked her to but she oh, okay deliver them and she's but it was it was nice because like when i um when i opened the first time they the bees had had built some comb above the frame and was sort of starting to attach to the roof a little bit. Oh yeah. So yeah. I called her and she, uh, or the producer called her while I was doing it and she was like, Oh yeah, you got, yes, we want to scrape that off so they don't seal or mm-hmm. you know, stick that to the top of the top of the hive. So that was kind of, I mean, it was, it was nice to have somebody knew what they were doing. That they were talking yeah. about. A lot you. of people will, will, will scrape that off and pop it in their mouths. Oh yeah. Nice. A little bit, a bit of chewy. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't like it very much. It was really soft. Like, I know. I noticed that. Like I was really surprised by how soft it was when I. Hmm. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it's really neat. They're very, very interesting animals. Like they're. they're oh yeah. It's funny because like, and this is just a little bit like you know my own like personal craziness or whatever. But like the phrase "busy as a bee" popped in my <laughs> head about 
15 times a day because <laughs> it's yeah. always doing stuff like it's nuts like, yeah 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 you mentioned that non-stop that activity a, yeah it makes a lot of sense that's yeah. cool are the are the yellow jackets a danger to the bees or are they or is it more wasps wasps i think more than mm-hmm. yellow jackets, well, yellow jackets are wasps i think oh that's true yeah 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 i was just yeah. thinking about how you gotta like hey, later on in the summer when there's lots of honey you gotta like there's ways to try to apparently like if you put some uh you can set a wasp trap and if you put vinegar in it the bees won't get in it but oh really well yeah you know take care of that problem i'll show you some cool ways to get rid of uh yellow jackets like usually we get the ground nest so kerosene's good what better is gasoline (laughs) and fire so i've done that you don't want to do that on the side of your house that's when you call somebody but um (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, I've, I've read that, like, yellow jackets, like, you, you probably shouldn't kill them because they do do a significantly smaller amount, but, like, some amount of pollination. Yeah. But I'm nice. like, you know what? I'm going to weigh this one. If my dog's yeah. getting stung in there in my house, I'm going to nuke those motherfuckers. So. <laughs> They're assholes. My yeah, they are assholes. My neighbor, she, um, she just got in touch with me the other day to ask if I knew anything about carpenter bees. And I think she's getting them in the side of a house, which is that a pain. Sucks. They they are a yeah. pain, but it's like, yeah, yeah the uh, the ones um, we have a lot of. Uh, it's amazing how many different varieties of bees and uh, you know wasps and yellow jackets. Yeah, you know, we this time of the year, I'm always amazed to see how many come out of the ground and oh yeah, like literally come out of the ground and and come out and every year one of them uh, one. These like brown mud wasps, they love mm-hmm. going into the cat's box and building a, a yeah, nest the in there. Mud daubers, yeah. Yeah, and then in the in the uh, the the outside, um, what do you call it? The the umbrella, you know, the sun yeah. umbrella. Oh yeah, they're all in there. Those big <laughs> so, black ones. Yeah, yeah we get those. Like, oh, yeah, we get those hanging around our deck all the time. I'm yeah, I was just. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I just got to be brave one day and go out there and just spray it and then run away. Yeah. Like, because those ones that don't like, like the yellow jackets, I, I, I leave them alone because they're, they're not as problematic. But those, yeah, those brown ones, the ones, they, they hang around my bins upstairs. Yeah. And I was once wearing a T-shirt with someone's face on it. And one of those bees just, uh, one of those like little wasp things just went straight for the, the face on the T-shirt. And stung oh, me about yeah, remember you told me that story. Yeah, it was Man. horrible. And it's just like for no reason. It just like yeah. looked at me and thought, saw a face and went, I love you. Maybe it was just a prick. Maybe they're like the rest of them are cool, but it was like it was like the Randy or whatever. The that's it. That, that's so. a little disclaimer there. Yeah. Some, yeah. It's some a, wasps it's, are pricks. This, this fucking Chad wasp he came up and stung me right in a tent. <laughs> it was horrible as well because I was just on my way to the baseball, so I had to kind of sit watching the baseball, scratching my 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 chest all day. It was horrible. <laughs> Uh, no reason at all. Just, just tell me, Mac. Didn't you tell me, Mac, that the shirt was actually had a picture of Ronnie on it? I think it. Yes, did. it was. It was Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was <laughs> Ronnie and the Chili Peppers. So maybe actually that wasp made sense. I mean, maybe it wasn't a Chad. Maybe it was yeah, more yeah. like you know, it was like a bubble. See, like he was very smart and he knew exactly what he was going for. Very oh, driven. We're, we're, we're being really mean to Ronnie. It was actually, um, it was um, Peter Cushing. Uh, an old British actor. <laughs> it was he was dressed as um it was Grand Moff Tarkin from Star Wars. So yeah. maybe maybe the wasp was part of the rebellion. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but I tell you what, uh, <laughs> that's the worst thing I've ever had. 
from a wasp because the stings from bees aren't that bad. They, yeah. If you get them on the, I got one once on the tip of my thumb because yeah. I, I daftly picked up the box and it, you know, the, those boxes that they come in have got like mesh on the side. And I just oh, definitely yeah. picked it up and it stung me thumb. And I must say that my thumb was numb for yeah, about three or four days. Yeah. Oh, and, shit, really? You know, yeah, and I, that's when I rolled cigarettes, so I couldn't do it. Oh. All, my, all my cigarettes were crap. For that's days. the true crime in this whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh. Not that that affects me anymore. That's right. That's right. There you go. There you go. For for uh, yeah, if you want a, a, a silver lining of the coronavirus, it's that myself and uh, several other people have quit smoking because of. Well it. done, man. Well yeah. done. This is a good transition out of uh, old men entomology. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, we we covered some ground there, didn't we? We went from yeah. party yeah. to bees to pollinators. <laughs> I need I need another bear. How long have we been going for? We got a couple FLQs, so we at least the list yeah. goes a little bit. So why don't we and I and I gotta pee like crazy. Oh, well, we, we gotta cut this off. All right, we'll be back. All right. All right. All right, and we're back. And uh, we got, we actually got, so I posted for FLQs a week ago and we got some and then we didn't record for various reasons. <laughs> and the good thing is none of those questions were timely, so they're all still relevant. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing that's timely right that's now. Right. Right. I think before we get started, Bubbles has got something. So what's up, Bubbles? Well, you know, so the last, the, the last time we recorded, we were going to record was a week ago. Yeah. Or something like that. Almost. Was Talk Like Shakespeare Day. <laughs> Oh. So, let's. I have a um, a Shakespeare insult kit. So, from Schindler, I need a number from one to thirty-five. From from uh, Stone D, I also need a number from one to thirty-five. And from Maca, I need a number from one to thirty-five. And then collectively, who shall we insult? Columbus Crew, Blue City. Ooh, I like that. Let's go Columbus Crew. I, that's my vote. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Columbus yeah. Crew is – all right. Schindler, give me a number. Uh, 32. All right. Stone 17. D. Yep, 17. Hang on a second. Shit. All right. <laughs> Maca? I'll go with 10. All right. So Columbus Crew supporters are unmuzzled, flat-mouthed, Cod pieces. Oh fuck yeah, they are. <laughs> that's very accurate. And that's yeah, that's unarguable, right? I mean, that's you know, that's set in stone. Yep. It's basically awesome. a list. Uh, if you can see, it, it's a oh, list yeah. of three columns that you just choose choose from. Choose one word from each column, prefaced with thou. So come <laughs> to thou art. That's <laughs> unmuzzled. Flat mouth cod pieces. I am so gonna. Cheer. We need to start that cheer the next time we go to Columbus. That's a scoff. Yeah. <laughs> that's a scoff. <laughs> Carry on. Oh, that's great. Carry on, It'd be funny. It'd be funny though if they turned around and said, "That's actually the name of our biggest supporters group." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Cod pieces. Yeah. yeah. Cod pieces. <laughs> 
Oh, that was good. Uh, hey, if they're not going to wear their fucking hard hats, they should just be called the cod pieces. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bunch of fucking cod pieces. Yeah. You just have to wear the hard hat somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, first FLQ is from uh, uh, Dave Sherman, the Shermanator. And he wants to know what's something that we now do routinely that you rarely have ever did prior to the quarantine. Mm-hmm. Weep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, I, I, I'm very good at weeping these days <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> just suddenly look out the back window and weep. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> I used to do that. Yeah. I've got an embarrassing one. All right. Uh, so I, I've I been watching a lot. Of, I used to. <laughs> yeah. I've been watching a lot of uh, Twitch lately. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the games, like one of the games that's like kind of my speed, which I still suck at, is Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching, um, I started following like a couple of folks uh, on Twitch, like who play Red Dead Redemption 2, but they play on this like Red M system, which is like this multiplayer thing. And it's fascinating to me because it's not just the game. It's all these characters. It's, it's an RPG at this point. It's all these characters who go in and they pick a character, and all these people, I should say, they pick a character, um, they assume a voice, and it's always got some cool, you know, well, I think you got my horse there by the neck, fella. Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Everyone's talking like as the same character every time, and they meet people up in the game and all that. It literally becomes like this ongoing, like shitty soap opera that is a lot of fun to watch. So I have unfortunately probably spent, I don't know, like, 20 hours watching people play a pretty slow game more for the dialogue on Twitch. And I've never done that before. I was going to say, I mean, we might have to take your old man card away from you. <laughs> I, I, well, so it's Twitch, yes, but it's Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> and it's really not gameplay. I'm just watching these guys talk to each other. So. That's, <laughs> That's embarrassing. I'm, I, think, I think I'm... T- Taking meetings while wearing shorts and t-shirts. I've never like I like the Zoom and the Skype calls are all very new to me. Like I never yeah. all my meetings have been in person before and now this is all, you know, that's very on brand for old men like, oh this this technology. Yeah. I mean we can we can we can zoom. <laughs> have you zoomed from your phone and forgot to turn off your camera while taking a shit yet? <laughs> no, but today, today I zoomed from was zooming from my uh, laptop in a large conference, wearing the headphones. My d- eldest daughter's Bluetooth Beats headphones right now. Yep. Walked away and got into a slight argument with one of the children, and. I heard one of my pet peeves is on any call is people not muting. And I was that guy. I was oh, not yeah. muted. And people like all of a sudden I heard my phone ding, 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 ding. Yeah, ding. exactly. And someone said, Trent, you're not muted. I'm like, yeah, oh, bubbles. Yeah. Oh, bubbles. Oh, bubbles. Yeah, yeah bubbles. God damn it. <laughs> That's, I blame the Rossville Union. Oh, look, I need some more. I saw a funny uh, thing on Reddit today. It was like, um, <laughs> like, uh, like, I don't know, it was some dude basically had put, 
<laughs> a picture of himself up on Zoom, like, but it was actually like a physical picture, and it fell over, and you could see him in the background sitting in his hammock, like a hammock he had in his office, drinking a beer. I mean, <laughs> so one, the one person that's talking doesn't notice, but the other two other people on the screen just crack up because he goes, oh, he goes awesome. scrambling up and he puts his beer down right in front of the camera and just tries to get the picture back up. <laughs> I mean, it could easily have been staged, but it was still really funny. Like, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah. I, I mean, it took my kids about, I'm going to say about 40 minutes after they realized that they were going to be doing Zoom stuff before they were telling me that they'd seen stuff about other kids looping background videos yep. uses their display picture or whatever um so it looked like they were paying attention and zoom calls and so then kids would just do that and not, not yeah. be yeah. i saw um i saw a great background where a guy is sitting there at a meeting and he walks in on himself yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is great his background is a video and he, he just did it right so he's standing there and he kind of like suddenly appears and goes Oh God! Sorry, I didn't realize you're having a meeting. And he turns around, looks at himself, and he goes. And another guy is just sitting there, and all creepy versions of him are coming out from the whole background. So some people have got really creative on them. It's a, yeah. It's a shame cute. though that we'll we'll all re what was her name? Poor Jennifer that went to the to yeah. the bathroom on the. I think she was the first person. Yes, to do it, that was somewhere oh. in Australia. Oh, that was great. She'll be forever known as that lady. Yeah. Would like freeze again then? <laughs> Mike, you you sure? You've uh, you've done diff more of in quarantine. Me? Yeah. Weep. Yeah, that's right. You <laughs> that's did say. That's right. <laughs> uh, no, no I, I, I was trying to think actually. Um, uh, rhyming with with weep sleep. I've had a yeah. bit more sleep than 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 usual. Um, but at just different times in the day yeah. than I would normally want to, which has been a bit annoying. Um, I'm one of those people who this thing is a fit of dreams. I'm having, all, I'm not on the Chantix anymore, so I can't blame them pills. But I'm just yeah. having these crazy dreams where I just Me wake too. up and think, "What the hell was that about?" It's, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of odd. But I think that's someone was on the radio saying that's because we're thinking a lot more before yeah. than we ever did <laughs> before the the pandemic. So there you go. Maybe collectively we're all thinking. What yeah. did you say, Schindler? What have you been doing? Uh I mean, I, I, a couple of, I mean, things are good. Like I, I have been sleeping more. I think I took yep. at least half of my commute time is now sleep. Um, cause I don't have a commute anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, I, I think I'm walking more, I'm probably getting more exercise than I usually do. Yeah. I had a really, I had a funny, I had a funny moment last couple weeks ago. I was on a, a call and it was one of those, like, I have a fair number of, not a lot, but I have some meetings where it's like, man, I need to be there, but I don't usually have a lot of, like talking that I'm doing or whatever. So this is one of those. I was like, I'm just going to take the dog for a walk. It'll be a good way to spend the hour. So I'm just going to talk to, I mean, like whatever. I'm, odds are I won't say anything. And if I do, it won't be that big of a deal. So then I'm like, <laughs> I was walking. I was actually up close to Stone D's house. And uh, the moment I had to talk, someone actually called me out by name. Like, oh, what do you think about that, Schindler? And I had to come off mute. And I was walking right by uh, a house that had a water fountain. And it was oh, like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And and I was like, so I answered the question, and then I kind of paused and said, "Okay, I'm now going to overshare, but I need you all to know that I'm actually walking the dog right now, and I just literally just walked by a water fountain 
You're like, sure. I was not in the bathroom taking a leak. <laughs> that's exactly what it, I'm sure that's what it's like. Someone laughed. Someone like, yeah. like, that's exactly what it sounded like you were doing. Everyone was like chatting on teams, like, sure he is. Like, shit well, was definitely in the bathroom. I, so I was like, no, I'm going to walk by it again. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> you should have taken a picture as proof. There's yeah. goldfish in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Terminator. And uh, hopefully we'll see you someday soon. Hope so. Um, I want him to give me two middle fingers like very soon. Exactly. <laughs> that sounded really weird, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got to touch on this a little bit, but uh, friend of the pod, Austin Hinkle, who is, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if he's a doctor yet because he's close. I know that. Um, he is. Is he officially? Yeah, he, he is. is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wants to know if we have any go-to pastimes during isolation. Um, so anything else that we haven't mentioned that uh, that are that the listeners might be interested in that we're doing? <laughs> so I solve the mysteries of the universe. Oh no, wait, that's Austin. I don't do that. <laughs> that's Doctor Hinkle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you mean besides becoming like a an amateur epidemiologist like everybody else? <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, Whatever you call that, I have become like infatuated with growing grass in my yard. Oh, yeah. So I don't know what that is, but Portland. all the, yeah. yeah, I think it's maybe that that might be less of a function of like being in a pandemic and just becoming old. Yeah. But, you know, I, I've got like four different types of grass seed and, you know, it's actually working. So I think that's what's encouraging me to keep doing it. But yeah, I've spent way too much time doing that. And I don't necessarily like it. <laughs> I, this, this actually ties in with, the, the, with, with Sherman's password. For the last month, I've been... Oh, you can't see that, can you? That's going to look ridiculous. Front yeah. This is going to be yeah, too bright. Um, basically, I've been taking a picture every day at the same time of the, you know, the hill behind my house. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the first picture, it's, it's still... Whatever, kind of yeah. barren with, with nothing on the trees and then every day it gets greener and greener and greener Bad. until this afternoon when it was so I'm going to try and put them all in a, in a, in a, in a there's yeah the so 20, there's like oh I'm sorry go ahead no I was going to say it was the 29th of, of March I started doing it or the 26th the 26th nice. of March and uh, oh you want to see you want to see the picture of me on here this before pandemic it's terrible I'll, I'll send it yeah it's just it was the before pandemic picture of me where I, I look like I started this yeah you may have as, as because i was just crazy <laughs> it's a real bad picture of me but um yeah uh, so i've got like um, i've got uh 30 31 pictures of the of the hill turning from brownie green to green so that's that's been keeping me sane every day at nice. 20 i'd love for you to keep that up and then like maybe you like in you know a month or so like turn that into like a gif with a hard g and we could all see it like as a movie, so that would be okay. pretty cool. That that'll Thanks. be my uh, that'll be my thing. I'll do it for as long as this thing lasts. Nice. You know, we might even have snow in there or something. Yeah, might be twenty twenty one by the time we're done. <laughs> much like Stone D, uh, I think Stone D and I have been. You know, the question was what what new things did we we've been doing? Right. What past times do you have to you know? What, what past times? Well, you know, I've been. I've been applying Nothar's theorem to our theorem to matter in the Milky Way using a symmetric test with uh, the Gao data release two, and which revealed external perturbations and non-steady state effects. It was amazing. 
Right? I mean, everybody does that. Yeah, who doesn't do that? Right? Who doesn't do that? Yeah, right back at you, Austin Hinkle. I love Austin Hinkle. You know He's literally the smartest person I know. You know when someone <laughs> takes one of your hobbies and just makes it their own? Right? I mean, you know, that's, you know, and when I'm done with that, sometimes I like to go probing actual symmetry breaking in the galaxy. <laughs> Austin's one of those guys who I, abs- I absolutely I, I love to ask. Nice. Yeah. I love to ask every time I see Austin, like, hey, what have you been working on? And he's so nice. And he tries to dumb it down to make it sound like, you know, interesting to me and whatever. And I still don't fucking get it. <laughs> like, and I enjoy like space. <laughs> he's probing the galaxy. Exactly. That's what he's told me. <laughs> according, according to Google Scholar, he's probably probing the galaxy. So nice. There you go. Uh, what about you, right. Schindler? What are you? What, what are your pastimes? Uh, I'm trying to think if I have anything that I haven't. I've Besides mentioned. the bees that we talked about for half a Yeah, bees. Um, I don't know, man. I I trying to think of what else I do. I I basically I I go to work. I I go on walks. I cook food every night and. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's about all I got. It's, uh, it was funny hearing you saying earlier, uh, you said, I don't know what I'm going to cook for dinner tonight. And that was at about five o'clock. Yeah. Is, is, by then, have you normally made up your mind what, what you're going to do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I um, well, it, I, I will say one of the things that's been really rough for me, and this is, I mean, uh, this is like world's tiniest violin thing in the grand scheme of things, right? But I... I always like going to the grocery store every day. So that's my usual routine is pretty yeah. much, pretty much every day I stop at the grocery store on the way home and buy whatever I'm going to cook for dinner that night. And obviously trying to only go to the store once a week or every 10 days or whatever. Um, in some ways it's been good because it's like kind of forces you to be more creative around stuff. And I've, I've now like we've, we've had cabbage like five days in a row cause you can buy cabbage and it won't go bad. Right. So you just, yeah. you know, it's, and everybody sort of likes it. I mean, it's not like everyone's favorite, but um, there's lots of different things you can do with it. But, but um, yeah, so usually I've been trying to like kind of, when I go to the store, have like a plan for everything. Because one of the things that's definitely happened to me is I've become like uh, like my grandparents ever in terms of like not wasting anything. Like I don't want to waste yeah. any food at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So everything's got to have a plan and I'm going to like figure out what to do with all the, you know. So <laughs> to the point where like, I and the only person that ate this was me and the dog, but like I had a I had a chicken I got a whole chicken the other day and the recipe I used, um I was I can't remember what I made, but I made something where it was skinless, right? So I took all the skin off the chicken and I roasted it as like a little snack. It was delicious. Like yes. But it was really good. I was like, this is and then, you know, like no one else wanted any, which I thought was because you're all stupid. So then like I gave half of it to the dog because I thought I probably shouldn't eat a whole chicken's worth of skin that's kind of gross. but this is like yeah. when i made stock with the bones and you know like all that kind of crap yeah. you know that's awesome that. i'm always so like impressed with like what you could do i mean you honest to god like i'm always just completely amazed that you know you can just take a bunch of ingredients and make whatever the fuck i do well i mean I, like, I it has made this whole thing has made me a little bit better about like i mean about, it, one of the things like if you if you cook long enough then you stop feeling like you have to have a recipe for everything right i mean then yeah you're just trying to put stuff together mm-hmm. but this mm-hmm. has accelerated that for me because it's like well all right i don't have this but this is sort of the same and that's great so. the other week we were on a call with um a couple of 
uh, couples who have kids, and they were they were shocked when we were me and Mrs. Macker were saying we don't have meal plans usually. Like, yeah. and she would just go, "What? So on a Wednesday, you don't know what you're going to be eating on a Friday or a Saturday?" We were like, "No." <laughs> and she was just like, "So we have we have had to do that as well." It's it's amazing how before the beginning of, of, of this, I had a few things in the, in the cupboard that I was like, I'm, I'm not going to eat that till, you know, I'm not going to eat that till that's going to be a treat. Yeah. And after about four days, it was like, I'm having that. <laughs> I just think yeah. whatever it was like, I think I said to Mrs. Mack, I said, I'm going to have beans on toast was one, one meal. And it's going to be a real treat because I haven't had beans on toast for a while. Like you're using the British Heinz baked beans and doing it the way I like it. And then I was just like, well, it's going to become more and more of a, of a, of a of a treat because I'm not going to be able to replace the beans, and so I had this tin of beans, and in the end I was just like I'll just fucking have it. It's you know it doesn't matter. And as soon as I took this tin of beans out, this hollow tin of beans, there was another one exactly the same right behind it. And so I was just <laughs> yeah. like, oh well, this isn't special then now. So, but I must say, getting that toaster oven and being able to to do things that we haven't been able to do for a while was great. And yeah. then realizing the display was all shonky and it had to go back. But yeah. what happened was Mrs. Macker spoke to one of her friends who has the same model who said, um, oh, that happens with it. Oh, mind that. And because it's got like a year's kind of uh, warranty on it, we're probably going to use it for the next few weeks because it still works. Oh, nice. And then yeah. send it back. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you, you couldn't just handle getting this oven and then losing the power to bake and roast again. It's yeah. like, we, we had roast cauliflower the other day for the first time. And oh. it was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um i think uh I, I think like you schindler i love going to the popping out to the to the store every day even if it was just to pick up one component yeah. that i needed for a meal was always a little treat almost and now i've yeah. now I've, I've lost that but yeah. the worst things dude i i, I can't remember if this is the last podcast or if it happened since then but the producer basically like sat me down pretty hard and was like you've got a real problem with food hoarding because like yeah. I don't think of myself as a hoarder but I definitely like don't want to run out of stuff and so like the, because yeah. I've only made a few trips to the grocery store I bought a lot of stuff and mm. um so at any rate I've been trying to like you know go through more of the stores of things that we've got and you know like I don't actually need you know whatever so um that's been it's been sort of good like in terms of trying to like figure out what to make with stuff you know that's why like I went up to bubbles today because i had been saving this uh brisket that i'd gotten from my brother's farm and i was like well i i, I now want it but brisket's kind of hard to cook so i'm going to sous vide it i need to i need to please so, yeah well that so that's for like uh friday yeah it's a 36 hour at least thing so i'm fucking impressed all right well thank you austin go back to uh you know figuring out how probing probing See if we can find another dimension to switch to that's not as shitty as this one. <laughs> right? Find right. a dimension where I can actually do a kickflip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Now, this is a question from Eternal President of DI, Ryan Lammy, um, whose Twitter picture you really should look at if you if you know Ryan, um, because it's a crack because it's beardless. And it's just, I, I've always known him with a beard, and so it's hard for yeah. me to go around. Um, Oh. And I, I don't know if you guys will know this or not. And I had to, I had to look it up, but now I, once I did, I remember I've actually tasted this before. A genie approaches you and says they'll give you $2 million, but all al alcohol will taste like Malort. 
for the rest of your life. Do you take the deal? So dollars. No. Now, if you if you don't know what Malord is, it is a Swedish schnapps that has flavored with wormwood. Wormwood. Sorry, you cut out then. I all, all I heard was it's Swedish something flavored with wormwood. Sweat like a schnapps. That's all you need to know. Snaps. That's tough. Um, it is really gross. <laughs> it is really <laughs> nasty. Um, I've had um, two million bucks is a lot of money though. Like, yes, yeah. But if, if all true. alcohol tastes like that, what are you going to spend your money on? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> there you go. According, according to according to the first thing that pops up, Malort is musty and extremely bitter. I, I'm not down with that. That sounds like to me like a good stone like IPA. Like that sounds like a very dank, like not uh, not necessarily a stone delicious, but like uh, what's the one they put out? Like, anyways, I think I could get used to that. I'm taking the money and I'm drinking fucking wormwood malort. <laughs> Well, could you like cut it with stuff? Could you put it in like ginger ale or like? He didn't. He didn't specify. Oh, yeah. So I think yeah. Uh, a malort mule. Yeah, malort I'm mule. going straight. I'm drinking wormwood, nasty <laughs> shit, straight with my two million dollars, and I'm like cutting with dollars. dick. Uh, yeah, maybe. Plus, that buys like mountains of blow, doesn't it? I, <laughs> I mean, right? We got, hey, we've got an industrial strength cocaine chopper. Exactly. There. there you go. There you True. go. From what I hear, $2 million is, is sets you up nicely in that area. That's right. I'm taking up the money. So my answer is yes. I take the $2 million and I drink the wormwood bullshit. So I think when you get uh, 75% yeses on that and Bubbles is holding out for some decent liquor. Which I'm is probably the right pretty thing. sure I'm staying, staying put, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, I, like the way, um, I, I like the way Lamy just... Pick two million dollars. That's great. Yeah, that's. I mean, one great. million. That's a great a, a question. I, I would have done it for one million, but two. It's a bit <laughs> of a cheap ass. Bit of a cheap ass genie. Something <laughs> <laughs> like some of like, <laughs> a cheap ass genie. Some ah. fucking small town genie. I don't know, man. I've got your three wishes here, right? Right. Yeah. So I can give you all the money in the world as long as it's not above two million. Really? <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. don't ask because I'm a genie right? So I, I heard a joke about a genie the other day um, a genie goes up to a bloke and says um, I'm a genie and I will give you three wishes what's your first wish and he says oh he says I wish you were bad at math with those three wishes and he says oh you have no more wishes left <laughs> that's good anyway, I, 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 I've just broke it. So, so you, you all then, for me, paused beautifully or laughing. So that was nice. No, that's I wish, good. I wish I could have screen grabbed it. <laughs> oh, isn't right. it someone's birthday today? Didn't I see? Uh, isn't it Jeff Tebb's my... birthday? Oh, oh really? It's the, nice. smartest, the smartest man in the Bailey. I think it's his birthday today. Or if it wasn't, it was probably yesterday because I'm always a day behind on the internet. I and... think you actually might be right about that. It was one of the Wangles birthday yesterday. Really? Hey, Wait, well, what? I, yeah, right? Wouldn't that be both the Wangles? Yeah, I was going to say. Truth, and I have some. We all have Yeah. My dad's birthday is today. I always thought it'd be really cool to be twins, but have different birthdays, right? One born in a mm -hmm. 1201 oh. or something. That would be cool. 
Wouldn't it be fun? Because like, both you guys uh, got two people here who are fathers of twins. Wouldn't it be good just to like wish one of them a happy birthday and completely ignore the other? Just yeah. a birthday joke for a few minutes. Totally do that. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you had twins born on April 1st, that'd be, uh, that'd be a yeah. good job. Yeah. Without doubt. Papa Stone D turned 72 today. All right. Got a hey. shout out to him. We did a family Zoom call like uh, earlier and sang him half, half I, honest to God, like we sounded like shit when we sang. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's one thing I would not recommend. So I guess this is leading me on to something else. Every one of these Zoom things that you've seen, this is my, at least this is what I think. Anytime you see a band where there's a bunch of different people playing from their house and it's all synced up, that has to be bullshit. There is no way that that's working the way that it looks. Because based on my experience, like everything's so out of sync, it cannot be like in sync enough to play a fucking song. So, <laughs> um, but anyways. That actually reminds me of something when uh, in the pastime question, I had something in my mind I couldn't remember. And what it was was, I have been listening to classical music for the first time in my life. Oh, and, gosh. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember when the quarantine first started, this uh, Philharmonic Orchestra from the Netherlands did a rendition of the Ode to Joy and they were all remote. And it's exactly what you're talking about, Stone D. There's no way that wasn't like fake because it was all done in post-production or whatever because it was beautiful. It was like incredibly like, I mean, move it. And so I was like, oh, so I found myself, I've been listening to Beethoven occasionally while I make dinner, right? Which is very pretentious. And one of those things like, I remember very much like for most of my life actually being like, well, I'm never going to be the kind of person that gives a shit about classical music because I've never cared about it or known anything yeah. about it. Now I'm like, oh, well, I kind of like that. What about, what about this? You know, like certainly nice during the pandemic. Exactly. Yeah. You know what else is nicer in a pandemic is Post Malone. Speaking of Post, yeah, Nirvana oh. songs. Much to the Brumbergs' demise, that was fucking awesome. So if you're any fan of uh, Nirvana, you got to go out and watch Post Malone's uh, like thing. I, I think he did it last Saturday or whatever, Saturday or Friday. But uh, you can definitely find it on YouTube. Those guys, he had Travis Barker playing drums from Blink-182. Blink wow. I didn't know the other two guys, but they sounded, if you're in Nirvana, they sounded good. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of uh, Jeff Tebbets, he actually asked this question. And uh, so... Hey. Uh, happy birthday if it is your birthday <laughs> if it is your birthday um, but he, he wants to know he says basically you have to watch one soccer game on repeat for the duration of a two week quarantine so I assume that's like when you're actually locked in a room can't go anywhere at all which what what game makes the experience worthwhile and what would be used as a torture device torture device so he wants the best and the worst <laughs> I, I got an easy answer for this but I'll let you guys all right. Why don't you start? You always go last. Yeah, you, start. you start. I think I'm my worst is probably yours. All right. So the torture device is absolutely Manchester United eight, Arsenal two. Uh, that was a horrible, <laughs> horrible experience. And that you know, it was uh, right after we sold F. Fabregas and Sammy Nasri. It was before we bought like you know we, we bought a bunch of guys. We bought five guys after that. And so it was in August of 2011. 
And, uh, I mean, it was just was incredibly painful. And it's funny, I actually, why that was one of the games that NBC replayed recently, which was fuck you very much. But, um, yeah, I, I watched some of it and it was like, we actually didn't play that badly, all things considered, but we lost eight to two. So that would be my, if I had to watch that on repeat, that would be incredibly painful. Uh, sorry, Jeff, but I'm actually going to go with, um, Arsenal five, Tottenham two as my repeat for pleasure because there was a game where uh, Tottenham went up 2-0 at the Emirates and then we beat them 5-2 and it was fucking beautiful. So there you go. Anybody else? I'll go uh, um, most painful was most of the games last year. Uh, perhaps in Cincinnati. Those really did suck. Uh, the, the game that I watched like every day for two weeks was uh, Germany versus uh, Brazil in the World Cup in 2014. <laughs> In Brazil, when Germany beat them seven to fucking one. I mean, I'm not like a masochist, but that was a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> so I, it was just really interesting to watch the crowd turn from like, yes, we're going to win this too. I'm going to kill everyone yeah. like to the end of the game. So that was kind of uh, – that was, that was crazy. I, that was totally crazy. And it was like, what the hell? Is I, it just kept coming on. Yeah. So – that's it for me. There's a, there's a beautiful piece of commentary in that where the commentator, I think it's when they've scored their fourth one and they've only just gone three, three up. And it just, the commentator says, oh, the little boy's face. Because it just cuts <laughs> to this kid in the crowd who just doesn't know what's going on. And he goes, oh, the poor boy. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stop nice. my video just for a second because you guys are all frozen. Yeah. And, and I don't we can see still hear you. Anymore. Like your audible so is still good. Yeah. Oh, you can. That's your good. audio. Okay. Yeah. So was that your best game, or sorry, that was your your best game to watch? That was my best game. That was the one I would watch repeatedly. The worst game was every game except for a few last year for FC Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> Be like a, 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 a th- throw a dart in this fixture yeah. list for last yeah, year. Exactly. <clears throat> for my for my best. Um, it's a, it really is a tie between, you know, cause it sort of shows the, um, I don't know, maybe my allegiance. I mean, it really shows how I'm embracing FCC what that much more is the home opener, the MLS home opener, right? That's that. And then the other one is, uh, and I apologize to, to big baller and, um, Schindler is the, is the, 99 FA Cup semifinal. Ryan Giggs <laughs> shirt off, released like release the chest wig. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I have about as much chest hair as he does. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I agree. I if that mother like I every time I see that, I'm like, why doesn't someone trip him? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Oh, I remember playing like the next year, like playing like like FIFA 2000 on on the computer, and I'm like, I want to be Ryan Giggs. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> um. Anyway, the the worst probably being um. Yeah, pick just throw a dart at the board and pick any other game besides the home opener last year, but probably like. The Minnesota game last year, like that was just a. 
besides the like one moment of brilliance, it was still just this like, oh, we just suck so bad. The uh, the actual you were there. game last year would have been uh, if you actually had to relive it, it would one hundred percent be the Philadelphia because <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> like, yeah. That I mean I, I'm I'm so glad I was there, but if I had to do it every day nonstop for two weeks, first of all, if you were in quarantine, you'd probably just die because like I don't think that'd be good for your immune system to be in that those conditions for two weeks straight. But uh, that was awful. Yeah. All right, Matt, got, I know you got a big catalog of games there. So Yeah, I was going to say, uh, the, funny enough, yeah, I did watch the Brazil-Germany game recently just for fun because that was great. Um, I would have to say probably Liverpool's European Cup win when they, they were 3-0 down at halftime and, and they beat uh, Milan in Istanbul. That, that probably, I might just watch that actually one night, one day this week. <laughs> that was a nice one. And then last year, um, yeah, the... Uh, was it the Minnesota game when we were absolutely trounced on ESPN? Yeah. And I was in a pub in Colorado. And I was, before the game started, I told the bartender how, you know, we had a nice little team that we'd probably see some goals. <laughs> and I, I don't know what yeah. I was on at the time. Well, I do actually. But, um, but yeah, that was a terrible game. But uh, I don't know any of those games that we, um, any of those games to relive where, where Liverpool won last year in the last minute. <laughs> Yeah. Um, against Everton, that goal that Origi scored where it bounced on the crossbar about four times. <laughs> Things like that now just seem like a, a real far memory, I guess. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm okay now with the football. Like two, two weeks ago, I was kind of like really, really checking the, the, the soccer page every day on the newspaper. But today I'd had a completely newsless day. And I only went on... Um, I only went on the Guardian football page to bring up the, uh, the Squires cartoon. Oh, yeah. Which I've got to read when I get down. I've got a couple to read, actually. But, yeah, it's amazing how I thought to myself uh, during this quarantine, I would, uh, I've got two YouTube pages or a YouTube page and a, and a, a Premier League um, bookmark for all these classic games, and yet I'm not really <laughs> fussed about watching them. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I've not watched as many old games as I would have thought I would have, um, just because I have I've missed it. But um, it's you know it, I don't know it, it is. Uh, and I remember I like what you said that Klopp said right, and how it's the most important of the least important things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it keeps coming back to me. But I do. I what I do really miss a lot is uh, just seeing our friends at Max, like and being able to yeah, yeah. see people. Yeah. Like that part is really painful yeah yeah, yeah. i couldn't agree more it was really weird walking away from the i think it was the atlanta game at mex and saying to everyone all right see you next week yeah and to think that that was that was probably the last time i was out socializing oh yeah no yeah it was funny just like going back i I bought tickets to vancouver uh on february 23rd right like yeah which it's just funny now to think about how like that seemed like that was a reasonable thing to do. Oh yeah. And, yeah. And I remember like then by March 1st at the first game thinking, uh, and this isn't looking great. And yep. at night at, Atlanta, at the Atlanta game, I were talking to some people and saying, well, I'm hoping we get the home opener, but then I think yeah. we'll be playing games and stadiums after that. Yep. It was yeah. super clear. You know, obviously by Wednesday that week, everything was done. All right. It was amazing how quickly yeah, that- you're right. Everything changed. 
there, yeah, there I was just going to say um, that. Yeah, in, in, in England now, there's an investigation going on to see whether the Liverpool Atletico Madrid game was um, a bit of a catalyst for, for an outbreak in the city and indeed along the way because they, yeah, we were saying at the time, I think I, think I remember texting you guys just being like, oh, I'm surprised this game is still being played, but this should be the last game we'll see. And then it was like, the, the, I think the same night, wasn't it? Man City supposed to be playing Arsenal and it was called off because of... You know yeah. what, Michael, when you just said that, I remember that it didn't really hit me until you sent that text. And I was just like, really? I mean, that, that was the first moment that I had. It was like, is this like really happening? Yeah. Is this like all oh, like in you? Yeah. Is and this the real me? life? Yeah. Right. <laughs> is this the real life? Yeah. And then and it was so, weird. On the Friday before all the games got cancelled, there were still podcasts talking about yeah. previews of the games and stuff. And it just, when you listen to those podcasts now, it sounds bizarre that people go and talking about, like, oh, Burnley, Burnley versus uh, Bournemouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, what does that mean anymore? Uh, but I will say, like, I'm, I mean, if the Bundesliga can pull it off, I mean, it, it's a tricky thing, right? Because, like, uh, on the one hand, you know, it's not important. On the other hand, it would be really nice to see some live sport. On the other hand, but then you're like, but it's going to be an empty stadium. That's weird. Um, you know, I, I think in Germany, I feel like, well, they they have so much more testing than we do here that maybe it's okay the way they're going to do it. Because I think basically everyone's going to get tested every three days or something like that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it could be weird because that Man U game was weird to listen to and watch. Yeah. Would be in the closed door stadium that was yeah i was yeah. like i had this whole like i was trying to think through would it is it possible so if mls came back and there were no fans in the stadiums it would be would there be any way to have people at home be cheering or singing and have it piped into the stadium but i think there's just no way technically to make that happen like if there's too much time delay now you could have can sound but you couldn't have like live reactions or whatever yeah did you hear about the cardboard cutouts yeah i did actually <laughs> it's like that's a bizarre one it's like can be there in spirit i actually don't i think that's not the worst idea like yeah. if i was after cincinnati i'd be trying to say hey for you know 10 bucks do you want to put your cardboard cutout in the bailey so it looks looks like there are people here yeah i also read like because i think the end is like, I, I, who is it? Like, one of the German teams is doing that, right? Mönchengladbach, maybe, or something like that. That they're, if you want to spend 10 bucks, you can have a cardboard cut out of yourself, put in those. In the <laughs> but the NBA is talking about, like, um, I think they're going to try to play in some sort of, like, quarantined way. And they were talking about um, putting, piping crowd noise into the stadiums to do it. So at least it doesn't feel as weird. Wow. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a it's a tough thing because that is definitely part of the experience of watching on TV is that crowd noise. It'll mm-hmm. be weird not to have it. If yeah, if then, sure. oh sorry, I froze. Um, yeah, if the if the NBA are able to pipe crowd noises in, then I'm going to petition them to take the squeaky sneaker sounds out <laughs> <laughs> of all that. <laughs> because that's what I can't stand. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't have crowd noise, that's all you're going to hear. You're going to hear, uh, <laughs> you're going to hear that, and then you're going to hear like tons of bleeps because you're going to hear all the players, you know, telling yeah. you, you're yeah. going to fuck her yeah. all the time. Yep. 
Uh, so this could so be trash fun. talk too, yeah. Yeah. This, this could be a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, we'll end with one last question from a friend of the pod, Tiffany Brumberg. Hey. And uh, and she just says, "What's the what's the first thing you're gonna do when we all are able to get back together again?" Uh, I'm gonna hug Tiffany Brumberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I will too. Bob, there you go. Get Bob in. Oh yeah, I'll hug Tiffany's husband too. But I'm gonna hug. i t- gonna hug Tiffany first. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think group hugs are gonna be the big thing. I think. Do you think that at the end of this, it's gonna make us all more touchy feely? I don't know. It'll be interesting. I don't way less. Yeah. 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 I think it's going to be the opposite. I think people won't look at each other in the eyes and stuff. Yeah. We'll all be staring at the floor like a bunch of teenagers and kind of like, yeah, avoiding touch. Yeah. It'll be, I mean, I don't know. I, it, it's hard to say. I mean, if you take the macro view, you know that we're going to get back to normal or like something like normal at some point because that's what's always happened. Humans have had pandemics throughout all of their history, yep. right? So it's not, but. But it, it just feels so far from normal now, it's hard to tell. So When Dr. Acton, yeah, when, when Dr. Acton says I can uh, hug Tiffany Brumberg, I'm going to do that. That's right. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yep. It'd be nice to travel, too. be nice to jump in a car mm-hmm. and go, go somewhere without feeling guilty. That'll be the second thing I do. Yeah, <laughs> go on a fucking mad-ass yeah. road trip. Exactly. I just go with I me. Take me. me. I'll drive you to Hogshead Brewery in Denver. There you go. We'll be like Thelma and Louise. Hell yeah. <laughs> we'll just keep on going. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. I, um, I was going to say one of the other things that I've been doing um, in this uh, that we talked before about good TV and bad TV. I've um, I've decided I'm going to watch all the Carry On films from Britain. They're like uh, they were a series of um, naughty postcard humor films from the '60s all the way through the '70s, which became a bit of a, a national institution huh. in uh, all um, sort of double entendres and kind of scenarios like that. So I'm, I'm is, gonna, that the, is that what the bishop said to the actress? <laughs> oh, sorry, you broke up. Sorry, is that oh, the what? Bishop said to the actress. Yes, it's all that kind of thing. Yeah, it's like all ooh matron and <laughs> things, and ooh doctor and things. So uh, yeah, they're, and they're all free on YouTube. Carry on. Uh, what am I up to? I'm up to Carry On Screaming, which is the horror one. So, so I next time, I, next time I do this podcast, I'll be full of double entendres, like I'm not normally. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. You will, you will nice. be, you'll be especially pleased. I was gonna say, this seems like it's definitely uh, something Bubbles should look into. I need right. to look in. We should all come back with at least three like good double entendres for the the uh, next podcast. At least uh, three. But and one can't be Schindler's meat. <laughs> no, they true. Really yeah, they got they have to be new, new thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Yeah, bubbles, you will like them. In fact, they will be right up your alley. Oh, did that? Did that actually could for 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 freeze then? No, no, I don't know. All righty, um, yeah, I think we should go because this. I'm, I'm. Have you noticed I'm moving nearer towards the door? Yeah, (laughs) get a signal. Fucking hell, because that's how the internet. That's how the internet works. (laughs) (laughs) Just hold your computer up. Hold it up there. (laughs) Put it near the door. Yeah. A junk sack. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, this has been <laughs> nice, lads. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, 
one day we're gonna have FC Cincinnati to talk about again, and that'll be fun. But until Damn right. you know, just uh, hang in there and be good to each other, and talk to you soon. Thank, Thank you. Cheers, buddy.